Hey, and welcome to For the Podcast. This is episode 42. I'm Michael, as always, here with my good friends, Jason and Will. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? We're back again. (laughs) Wait, I wanted to know more about your AirPods, like how they've been. My AirPods? That you modded. Why? Do they fall out of your ears? No. Oh. But I just want to see if like you um, like them more. You've had yeah, some time they, with them they, now, right? It's been like yeah, they're fine. 10 years um, since we last they, recorded. They don't actually fall out of my ears, really, unless I'm like... Uh, like, okay, like the one time it falls out of my ears is when I go check my mail. And I uh-huh. need to like dip my head like literally you know, 90 degrees. Yeah. And then one of them will fall out if I do that. But um, like putting clothes on, putting a hoodie on, like that never like dislodges them so they're pretty good but um i mean i guess for me i'm used to like earphones that either go like they seal inside your ear or they go over your entire ear Uh uh-huh and so that just has like a better seal in terms of like not letting sound in or out and like it sounds better to me so they're not like my my go-to earphones i still like my over-the-ear earbuds or over-the-ear earphones which ones are you using right now I'm using like uh, I I I. Oh yeah 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 I, 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 yeah, uh, and they actually had a Kickstarter the other um, a few months ago where they're going to like swap out uh, like the headband of mine. It's like a modular headphones, so like, you can like get different like cups and different like bands, and they're actually creating like a Bluetooth wireless band. So I should be able to. Uh, I think I paid like ninety dollars or ninety nine dollars or something, and I get to like swap out my my headband with a wireless one. So. Soon, I'll be able to use this one wirelessly. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I figured like that was worth it because this is the pair that I wear, like I use every day anyway. So I can kind of convert them to wireless. So you didn't get the, uh, you didn't keep the Solo 3s? No. And they were on sale today and I did not buy another one. Maybe I should not pick these up. Did you get, no, they're really good. I actually really like them. I, I was very tempted to pick them up. They were on sale today for like 150 when they're normally, I mean, you can get them for like 225 to 250 on a regular yeah. basis. So the regular like, price is like 300 right? 300 yeah. So That's ridiculous. Yeah, I wouldn't pay $300. I, I was very tempted at 150 I really like them. But um, I guess I, since I already bought the the other one on Kickstarter and I already paid $100, like I just figure I'll wait for that one. Okay. Well, let me know how that goes. When's that supposed to come out? I think they said April, but I think it got delayed, so maybe June. Okay, not bad. Will, anything this week? Follow-up? Follow-up? Well... Did pick up a couple new games, but I only. You sound good, by the one. way. Oh yeah, I guess I got this <laughs> uh, new microphone, which someone can put in the show notes in case anyone else is curious about podcasting. I got Horizon Zero Dawn for PlayStation Four. Dumb name, great game. Wait, so Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Um, how how far into the game are you, Will? I would say, uh, timeline-wise, I just finished the first major plot point. I can't spoil that, but you'll know it when it happens to you. Uh, so now the world is open up. So given that it's an open-world game, I'm pretty impressed by the size of it. It's not too large, so you're always doing something and not spending all your time traveling from one place to another. Uh, the combat's really good, too. It's, a, it's very unforgiving, which is nice, uh, because you do feel over... If you do 
do all the side quests, you will feel overpowered uh, when you're walking around in a specific like area. Uh, the types of enemies do not scale up, so you have to wait until you encounter new enemies uh, for you to have that challenge again. Uh, so that's like the one thing I would say I'm disappointed with. Well, actually, there's one other thing I'm disappointed with. The voice acting. This game has such a really good script, especially for a video game. But the voice acting, when matched with the lip syncing, there's a bunch of Uncanny Valley stuff going on. It's just, once you notice it, you cannot take your eyes off of it. But the story is really good. I'm impressed by this. So I would say definitely you should pick it up, Jason, uh, after you finish uh, Bioshock 2. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite. Oh, Infinite. Did you finish Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Uncharted no, no, I never, 2. I never played Bioshock 2. I'm skipping that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, everyone is saying great things about Horizon Zero Dawn. So I, I'm actually really excited. I actually do have the game. Um, I started last week... I, I'm probably only like five or ten minutes in. I think I saw the cutscene, and then like I'm in like the the initial cave, right? Um, but I've been out of town, so I haven't had a chance to play it. But um, I'm really excited to to start it, and so that's what kind of why I wanted to know what you thought about it. All I can say is the next like twenty minutes of the game for you may not exactly be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good ringing endorsement. Yeah, yeah. But once it gets started, the game is pretty good so when you say that you're like at the first like major event are we talking like first hour two hours or are we like 10 15 hours in because it's a pretty long game and i've heard people have spent like 40 50 hours there it's a pretty long game because of uh since it's an open world the whole entire like completionist uh bug is out there so it's one of those hey something new just showed up on your map do you want to go there um but as before you reach the first plot point, you could spend, I would say, maybe six or seven hours on it, but I would not recommend doing that. Uh, so if you were, and if you were to like just play through it, I did it in about two hours for the first uh, major plot point, and then okay. from there, I just pretty much have put the game on like pause and just uh, am now clearing out all of the. Uh, areas that i can see so far on the map okay it's a good game i'd pick it up i would say uh nine out of ten uh definitely the best playstation game that i've seen in, in a while uh graphics. like visually you mean oh yeah do you have the pro is it optimized for the pro it, no i do not have the pro but if you do have a pro there are actually some frame rate problems. This is actually better to play on PlayStation 4 right now oh, versus really? the Pro. So if you have a Pro, you may want to wait until you get a patch. I do oh, have the Pro. I was actually really excited because I figured it would be like a 4K HDR. So like uh, <laughs> the graphics would be like amazing. But um, that's interesting. Especially since this combat, you will need high frame rate. Uh, because if you're not in stealth, combat one mistake can kill you which makes sense you're fighting dinosaurs so so what you're saying is that if i die i can always just blame the the ps4 pro and the bad frame rate yeah you know it is a shitty carpenter that blames his tools but (laughs) (laughs) okay i mean is there anything else this game doesn't have any multiplayer aspect right no 
no, which is it's it's good. It's a nice little break from all the other multiplayer stuff that's out there. A nice, well-paced single-player pick up and uh, put down whenever you want, which is really nice. Like there's yet to be a single instance where I felt like I have to complete this. I can't come back to this. I can just put the controller down and come back whenever I want. The save points are so well-placed, and each encounter is very short when it comes to a combat uh, situation. Uh, I've got no complaints about that being a sync. Because, you know, being an adult, uh, the single-player experience, you, you can't... I can't find the time to sit like six hours and do a, a marathon session anymore. <laughs> well, so are there save spots like you have to hit them like checkpoints or you can you save it whenever you want? There are checkpoints, but the game also auto saves for you uh, when you complete like portions of a quest uh, because the save points, they're spread out because they're also uh, used as fast travel points um, uh, across the map. But I've not had an issue where I did something dumb, died, and then had to replay a bunch of stuff all over again to get back to where I was. Well, that's good. I hate when that happens. It's the worst. I know. The game's very respectful of your time. So I think that's the other reason why I'm super impressed with this game. I mean, games have been around for like you know, decades now, you'd think that they'd figure that out, right? Like, I can imagine, like, I remember back in the NES days, and they'd have, like, a save spot before, like, a cutscene or something like that, and there's, like, a, you can't skip it, and it takes forever. But, I mean, you'd like to think that they, they've they improved and gotten that right by now. Yeah. <laughs> at least, you know, now with some games, they'll at least let you pause during the cutscene, because I remember back in the, was it, PlayStation 2 days, a lot of times you could not pause through a cutscene because it was just like, all right, we're playing this video file. We are not giving you yeah. <laughs> access to pause or forward. So you have to go to the bathroom real bad. Then you're like, oh, when's this over? <laughs> you can't like enjoy the cutscene. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to uh, start playing it. When I get some time, I, I'll, I'll get to it. But uh, everyone says it's amazing. So it's actually one of the game of the year, like an early game of the year contender. Yeah, you know what's interesting is I never really liked uh, the Killzone games that much. Yeah, uh, I think I think we played one bear together, maybe maybe the first one or something. Yes, we did. Uh, it's like, who are these people and where where did they come from? Because yeah, these are like, not the same. It is not the same house. It seems. That's what I was thinking too. I mean, good job to you know to Guerrilla Games, but yeah, wow. I mean, this game is getting like you know pretty much universal acclaim. Um, speaking of new games, Mike, uh, I kind of wanted to talk to you about uh, the Nintendo Switch. Okay, so before I talk about the Switch, I think it's better to talk about Zelda because I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of similarities I think between um, Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, so, like a lot of things that like Will was saying, I think could apply to Breath of the Wild also. Like it's a great like open world game. You know, it's uh the voice acting is is kind of not so great. Um, and this is the first Zelda game that has voice acting. So, um, be careful what you wish for. I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> the acting is not uh it's not the best. I'd rather like not really understand what they were saying. So if they had like the like the Japanese audio that I could select. 
I think I would select that with the English subtitles just so like it sounds like, you know, they're talking, but I don't understand what they're saying because, you know, when I read it, it's like not how I would picture them reading it. Sometimes it's like stilted and uh, I don't know. The acting is just pretty bad. So. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I missed that. Um, so what else? Um, save points. So the difference is uh, the save points uh, in Zelda, it does auto save, but you can manually save wherever you are at any point in time. Um, and I think there are also um, the shrines that you unlock. There's like over a hundred of them. Um, after you, I don't know if it's after you, you know, reach one or after you beat it, but it also becomes a fast travel point. Um, so it's also, um, you know, in that way, I think it's, it's pretty similar. You can just fast travel from location to location. And it's, uh, I mean, I guess development of this started before the switch, but it seems like the, like there's so many, instead of going for like the big, like dungeons, like after like theme dungeons, like the, the water, the water temple or whatever, um, they did a whole bunch of like mini shrines that are kind of like, like bite sized. Like they would maybe be like one or two rooms in one of those like big dungeons previously. So, um, each one has like a little like trick to it. Um, and they've, they've all been like really fun and, you know, not that challenging so far, but I'm not that far in the game yet. Um, but they're, they're, they're kind of like bite sized versions. So it's nice, especially with like the form factor of a switch where you can, you know, let's say people are theoretically commuting with it. Um, you know, you could just tackle one or two of these little, um, like mini shrines. Um, and then you can just, you know, save exactly where you are, pick it up, you know, wherever you left off. So I think that's, you know, that, that's one thing that's kind of conducive to like the, the switch form factor, even though it was, you know, probably planned beforehand. So, um, let me see what else about this game. I mean, it, it kind of throws away a lot of the, a lot of the Zelda tropes, um that have kind of been established since like link to the past really where you have to kind of kind of get like three things before and then you know awaken the sages and all that stuff um but the one thing that hasn't really changed i feel like is like the the combat i mean you can like there's a new physics engine and it's it's great because you've there's like a whole bunch of fun videos that you've seen where and you know it's like a sandbox where people are you know, just doing ridiculous things. I'll, I'll link you guys a video. It's it's pretty funny. Um, but like the things you can do now, like with that physics engine, are are great because whatever you can like can kind of think of doing, you can pretty much do, and it kind of like works as you would expect it to, which is nice, and it feels rewarding when you figure something like that out. But the combat itself, like once you're in like regular, you know, once you've done like you're sneaking around and you set up your, you know you're like explosive barrels and you shoot an arrow and explode and then they only lose like a sliver of their health and you have to run up and hit them with your sword. That hasn't changed as much. That feels like the same. Like you're still like Z targeting on the enemy, doing like uh timed like dodges. So you can do like a, you know, flurry rush. It's called a flurry rush where you just like can attack once you, you know, successfully dodge. So in that way, I don't think the combat has changed that much. Just the way you can initially approach the enemy has changed. But you know, once you, once you get to the point where it's, it's all in, then it's, it's kind of the same. Uh, the other thing that I don't like, um, is like weapon durability, but I don't like that in many other games. Also, I hate, you know, having to constantly scrounge for weapons, especially once you find one, you kind of get attached to. Um, Zelda does a pretty good job of giving you weapons. So it's not like you're just running around without a weapon. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like they break really fast. I feel like. And it's just, it kind of sucks. 
when the weapons break and you have other weapons, like, are you getting like this really awesome weapon and you get to use it for like, I don't know, a few enemies and then it breaks and then you're like going back to like a wooden stick or something like that? Or are you just, you know, like at some point you're going to like, are they always going to break? They're always going to break. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I have, I'm not in the game where I know the Master Sword is in the game. Okay. And it would be dumb if the Master Sword breaks because you can't get another one. Right. So okay. I'm assuming the Master Sword is, is not going to be breakable once you get it, but I'm not sure. Or do you think Link will get the ability to perhaps repair weapons or in the case of the Master Sword, probably sharpen them? Uh Item durability. Yeah, or like recharge it or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The durability is like the one of the things that I don't like about the game. But it's not like you you don't have a weapon. And to what you were saying, Jason, you do you find like better and better weapons as you leave like the noob area. So as you go to more advanced areas, it's not like they're going to give you like a like a plus two stick. You know, you'll get like kind of comparable weapons for that area. But the thing that's like that people are kind of raving about is just like the open world aspect. Like you could just do like so much. You can go anywhere. And like I've seen people try to like go straight for, you know, the final boss um, and try to take him out. Um, bad idea. But like they have they have like <laughs> systems. They have like systems in check. Right. So you can't just like skip everything really. So what I I don't want to like spoil a game for you. It's not really spoiling, I guess. So there's like kind of like four like bosses that you have to take down before you take down Ganon. You know, they're kind of scattered around the world. But if you decide to take down Ganon first and go straight, you know, to take him out, you have to fight each of those bosses first in order. It's kind of like a, you know, like a boss rush. You just do one after the other, after the other, after the other, and then Ganon. And and all you have are like the three hearts, you know. So it's, uh, (laughs) I think someone has done it, though. I okay. think it's possible. I have to say, like That's someone crazy. probably has done it, and it's probably amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like for me right now, I'm trying to collect like as many heart containers, and you know, fill my stamina gauge, and you know, find all the ingredients for cooking, and you know, the stuff that they've added is is you know is really nice, and like the the horse stuff, where you can you have to like tame the horse, and the horse can die if you're oh, not yeah. careful. There's more horses. Um, yeah, there's like, you know, there's just like, they're all wild. And so you just kind of like, uh, sneak up on them. And then you basically have to like kind of tame them. And it depends on like your stamina meter. So there are like better horses that have, that require you like to have more stamina. So you can't just like get like the OP horse from the beginning. You kind of have to like start with like the crabby horses and then work from there. So even though like it's open world, they do have like little gates, like, you know, your stamina meter can only take you, you can only climb so far. It's pretty far, but, you know, it's much better if you have, like, an upgraded stamina meter. So, it encourages you to go find these shrines because the the way that it works now, before in previous Zelda games where you you have to, like, beat a temple and then you get a heart container, um, which increases your heart by one. Now, because these are, like, so bite-sized, you you do four... And then every four that you beat, every four of these shrines you beat, you can choose to upgrade your heart, um, your life, so your heart containers, or uh, your stamina meter. Um, and then there are all these like puzzles around the world that if you complete them, then you go to another guy and then you can upgrade your inventory so you can carry like more weapons or you can carry like more arrows or, you know, things like that. So 
like it encourages you to go explore everything because you know these shrines are kind of like all over the place um and then like you know an hour or so into the game you get this like uh like the shrine finder where it kind of like it does like this hot cold like kind of beeping um which you can also turn off um if you want to but you know it helps you to like find these shrines it's Um, a shrine finder yeah yeah it's like a little thing like on the mini map like on your hud yeah and then as you get near to one it like it beeps like it's like a gold like a metal detector type thing yeah yeah kind of like that (laughs) (laughs) sounds awesome um so anyways yeah i any question you guys have about the game yes i was listening to giant bomb today and they've mentioned perhaps even though it's not as great as a game if you play it on the wii u yeah it may not be worth it to go out and buy a switch just for this one game in fact definitely not this may be an uh, opportunity to buy a wii u and buy like the 10 good games for the system and just complete it because since the switch is out the wii u pretty much is like fit is fading yeah i mean i think they already stopped production i think that's like a really good point i mean this is not like i don't know buying a switch just for zelda is you know i mean i did it but it's like if you're not like a i don't know because you know the price of hardware will inevitably drop and so if you don't need one right now definitely don't buy it you know but I think for me, um, being able to take the game anywhere, it's not even like take it out of my house. It's just like taking it to my bed or something or taking it to where, where Matthew is. Um, and I don't have to be like sitting in front of the one TV that it's hooked up to, you know, for me, that's like, it's worth it, but I totally get it. I think, you know, it would be a great value to go pick up like, you know, Super Mario 3D World the Zelda, the Zelda like remasters and like maybe like Mario Kart 8 or something. Um, you could probably get all of those for like a really, really good price. Maybe like, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles. So many good games for Wii U. Um, and now that it's, you know, yeah, now that the Switch is out, it definitely would be like a great thing. Another thing I thought of though, in like similarities to, um, to her, oh, I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. I, I remembered before Will's Will's thing, and I was going to say it, but I forgot. So I have a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, I've heard that the game is very difficult. I, I'm curious about that because, like, I'm not sure I'm on the fence whether I'm going to pick up a Nintendo Switch or not. And Karen has some interest in, like, maybe trying it out. And if it's a game that she can maybe play, then that would maybe push me over the edge to, like, pick one up but i've heard Mm -hmm. that it's difficult and i'm guessing that maybe it's too difficult for her considering that she's not really much of a gamer um yeah i mean it's uh like the first part where they the little like tutorial area they put you on is pretty forgiving um there's nothing crazy that will really get you so if you can really hone your skills there you kind of know the areas you're not supposed to be at yet um because they'll just take you they'll like one shot you but even like along the way like i was I was going from like the beginning area to like the next area. And then this thing just like popped out of nowhere and started just like beating on me. And so I had to like find like a different way to go because I just, I couldn't do anything. Like I couldn't figure <laughs> out how to like take it down. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not the best Zelda game to start, you know? Um, it's, it's very unforgiving. Uh, I think even when you have, even if you do all the, like, if you could just get to the, sh- like, do all the shrine puzzles, 
I think it would be like a really fun like game for her. So you can just you can do all the overworld stuff, and then have her like figure out the puzzles for the shrines. Okay. Uh, well, so that makes it like co-op. Oh, and I finally remembered. Will the thing I was going to say before I forget? That's another the Breath of the Wild is another game that also may like play better like you know pro versus you know the regular console. It probably plays better docked, I mean undocked, than it does uh, in like playing on the TV. Really? Um, just because yeah, it's, yeah, because the, the screen runs at 720p um, and then outputting to 1080p makes it chug a little bit more. So, like so, more frame rate issues when you're docked, right? Yeah, more frame rate issues. Come on, so, Nintendo. So, how much, like, how much better are the graphics when it's docked, though? Like, is it uh, like significantly better graphics with occasional frame rate issues, or is it like, you know, not noticeably better. Like, are you playing it mostly handheld? I'm playing mostly handheld. I think it actually looks better handheld oh, to interesting. me. Yeah. So that's the other thing is that like, uh, so I, I have a Switch pre-ordered at Best Buy and they've actually been calling me the past few days to say, hey, <laughs> <laughs> just so you remember, like you have this thing ready for pickup. That's because everyone uh, who works there wants to buy it. They're like, yeah, people yeah. are trying to murder <laughs> us for this one Switch that's uh, yeah. left behind. Um, but... I'm on the fence. I'm leaning towards not picking it up for the same reasons that like you and Will discuss. Like, there's only really one game, and I have Horizon Zero Dawn to play, which will probably take me months to beat. So I'm not in a <laughs> rush to play Zelda. Although, like, all the hype is really, I kind of want to try it, but um, yeah. realistically, it's probably not the smartest decision. But um, one thing that I, I've heard people say is that they they do use it handheld more than they have it docked, and that's kind of cool. For me, because like I actually find it difficult to allocate time where I'm going to be like sitting in front of the TV for you know even an hour at a time, right? Where I'm like, okay, well for the next hour I'm going to be playing video games in front of the TV. But if I'm like lying in bed and I can play a video game like on my iPad, like I can do that, right? Because that's like because I can stop at any time, right? I can just stop and then like ten minutes later I can pick it up again, play for ten minutes, and then stop. Uh, whereas if I have to like turn the TV on, turn the PS4 on, load the game. And then, like, turn it off. And then, you know, like, I wouldn't do that, right? Yeah. So, like, um, I like the handheld aspect of it because, like, you can kind of pick it up and play. And you don't need to dedicate, you know, the, the next 30 minutes or, you know, an hour or an hour and a half to playing a single game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, do you, do you find yourself doing that? Yeah, no, definitely. That's what I, I think that's what I was saying earlier. It's just I've, I pretty much only played, like, exclusively. It would probably be, like, 90% handheld. And it was only like I only docked it to like see how it looked. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. So um, yeah, I'm playing pretty much yeah handheld, and then I've actually some. I most of the time I use the I use the Joy Cons now and just play like holding it. But when I first got it, I was playing with the like the kickstand and then um, like a little table next to my bed, and then um, using the Pro controller. But that's just like. I don't know. It's like it feels better as a controller, but it doesn't feel as like nice as a setup. You know, it feels nicer just to hold the thing in your hand, look at the screen, not have to like, you know, turn one way and hold the controller like another way. And yeah, um, yeah. But no, I've definitely been playing more, way, way more handheld mode. And when you think about the Switch that way, you know, it's like yeah, it is like a really cool system because you're playing something that I mean, the Wii U was underpowered, but you're playing something that was going to be like a console game, you know. And it's it's basically like something you can just take with you, even though the battery life is maybe like what two and a half hours or something with it. Um, so, do you ever find that like you're playing in handheld and then you have to like stop to charge it? No, I've, I mean I've never played handheld that long. 
It's okay. like I've drained it maybe to like, you know, over half half gone, but not more than that. I think that's probably like the most appealing thing to me is that like I can kind of just leave it on my nightstand and then play a little bit here and there or like leave it on my desk and then play here and there, or, you know, like kind of mm-hmm, like how mm-hmm. I uh, use my iPad and I just browse it whenever I want. Uh, but it's not like I have to use it for an hour at a time. You're not like committing to a thing, right? right? Uh, like that, a that's set much amount easier of time. for me, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That would be the one thing. But yeah, is, is that enough to get it? I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, not right now. If that's like the only thing you're going to do. Yeah. My only thing is like, is it going to be sold out for like months? And then so say I beat Horizon and it's like June or July. Is it going to be still tough to find? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Then Just the NES Classic. Good luck finding that. Yeah. But uh, I think I could have gotten an NES Classic uh, if I really wanted. I just haven't tried. Um, yeah, there yeah, were a couple yeah. times no. when Andy was like, "Oh, it's available here," and I'm like, "Yeah, like it's okay." Yeah, know. like Prime Now does it. It comes back a lot on Prime Now. Yeah. Um, where you can get like that same day delivery. Um. Anyways, yeah. And so, yeah, if you want to play it on the Wii U, I don't think that's a bad idea either. Do you still have your Wii U? No, I don't. So. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm probably not gonna. I mean, I probably wouldn't buy the old system knowing that it's dead. Like if I'm gonna buy yeah, something, yeah. I'll just buy the new one. But yeah. that, that does make sense. Like if you are one to like go through a long backlog of uh, like you know the classic Wii U games or the, the best Wii U games, like that makes more sense economically. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. I probably wouldn't do that. Like I have other games to play, like Bioshock Infinite and Uncharted. 2. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of old games and old systems. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> yeah. I already own those systems. Like I already own those games, right? Like I'm not going to go out and buy another system to play old games. Like, I already have games on the systems I already own. And so, oh, general thoughts on the Switch. I like it. The kickstand is flimsy. It's like the flimsiest thing ever. I don't know. Apparently, a lot of people have been having problems, like random screens of death, and then, like, the dock scratches the screen. And Do you have a screen protector in yours? No, I don't, but maybe I should like get gonna, one. Are you going to... Maybe before I, like, head out with it, I might get one. Living dangerously. Okay. It's dangerous mm-hmm. to go alone. Put the screen protector. Yeah. <laughs> we actually uh, almost <laughs> broke your uh, your Joy-Con controller. Yeah, yeah, about that. So, uh, so I guess we met up on Saturday and for dinner, and I asked Mike to bring the Switch, and he did. Big and then, mistake. Uh, and then Karen was kind of playing with it, and she apparently uh, clicked the Joy Joy-Con controller to the side upside down or like the wrong way. Yeah, so the the Joy-Cons, when you detach them, it's not very, like, easy, or, like, the L and R buttons are not easy to push just because they're kind of, like, inset in the controller to, like, you know, slide onto the sides of the Switch. So the Switch comes with these little, like, attachments that are, like, a wrist strap combined with, like, a more ergonomic L and R button that kind of slide onto the top. The problem is, like, you know, you can use, there's two of them, one for each one, and you can use each one for whichever side, but apparently you have to line up like the minus and the plus you can't just like just do it like however and then apparently if you get it on the wrong way as we found out it becomes uh pretty tough to to get it out but it's not just it wasn't just karen like a lot of people have made this mistake so this is clearly like a a design issue like a design flaw by nintendo it's like the uh, samsung galaxy note like like the pen yeah yeah where if you like put it in upside down or backwards uh, it lets you do it, and then, but it also breaks the pen, right? Or not, it breaks like some functionality, and you can't repair it again, right? Yeah. So luckily, this isn't that bad. Like, this one just is like really difficult to remove. 
And you have the uh, danger, the potential of cutting yourself because apparently yeah. the sides are really sharp, and people have like cut themselves trying to take it out the wrong way. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's that, which is a uh, I don't know. I guess it's still it's kind of a design flaw. And then did you see like do you have any problems with like the left Joy-Con controller disconnecting? Uh, no, because I've been playing you know with it attached. Okay. Um, and then if I play with a different controller, it's with a pro controller. But yeah, you're right. That's like a huge problem. Yeah, that I some think people a lot of people say they don't have having. it though. Like some people have it, some people say that they've never experienced it. So like I don't know that they've actually figured out what the cause is. But some guy took apart his controller and he thinks like it's a design flaw, right? Like they the way that yeah they, he extended like a wire or something down yeah, and then it it was better, right? I don't know. Like, like I, made, I didn't like, read he this. He basically like, made uh, like a bigger antenna yeah for the but left he, one. He thinks that like the way that they like put it. The way that they designed the controller for the left one is different than the way that they can uh, they designed the right controller. Yeah, and uh, he thinks it's like the way they did it is like less reliable Bluetooth connection connection uh, on the left controller. I think that's something that they will quietly update. Yeah, so maybe it's worth it to like wait for. Uh, yeah, Nintendo Switch yeah, yeah, yeah. version one point one. Right, or like you know, yeah. Once once people say, oh, like we found out this is like this is way better now, so they must have fixed something. Like I don't think they're gonna like announce it, right? But yeah. They could I come feel out like people and say you're holding it wrong. They could. Uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah, and, the, and then take them to like the. We have like a Nintendo facility where we yeah. just test like Joy-Con bumper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would they do? I mean, I don't know. Like, is this is this that big of a deal? Will this become a deal where like they'll have to? I don't think so. Send back the left Joy-Con and get a new one. I mean, they could easily do that. I guess, right? Like, I mean, not easily, but like they could do that. Um, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's that widespread of a problem, mm-hmm. right? It's not like everyone's complaining about this. There's enough, you know, that some people are complaining about it, but I don't think that like everyone has the same issue. So I, I don't think it's a, a big deal. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, the hardware otherwise feels like it feels pretty solid. Yeah, it felt really nice. Uh, I didn't really get to play very much of it because we were at the restaurant and then we didn't really have any time for me to like actually spend playing Zelda or one to switch or anything like that. But, um, right. but it was, it, it seemed like pretty nice hardware. Yeah, and the only thing that, that is horrible is like, it only comes with 32 gigs of onboard storage. Oh yeah. Um, so I picked up a 200 gig card. Um, it was like on sale a few weeks ago. And so I'm using, I'm using that right now. Are but. you buying your games like online, like, like downloading them or are you going to buy cartridges? Um, I think for some I'll buy, like one two switch, I probably should have bought as a cartridge game, because I want to return that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not good? Um, it's okay, but it's just not like enough to keep me going. It's yeah. a glorified tech demo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this should definitely have been a bundled with a switch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know we've talked about this before, but did that arms game come out? No, it comes out I think in April. Okay. So what's out right now are like the kind of like the indies, like Shovel Knight. Um, Bomberman is out, I think. Wait, so do you only out. have one, two, Switch and Zelda, or do you have and any Snipper other Clips? Games? Snipper Clips. How's that? Yeah, that game. Snipper Clips fun. is good. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. I I've just been playing it one player though. It's not as oh. fun one player. <laughs> do they have any online play? <laughs> no, not uh, yet. yet. <laughs> and I don't know if I don't even know if Bomberman has online play. Like it says uh. that it will have it, but I think it'll have it once they launch like the beta server. Like, see, once that's another thing you shouldn't buy one. Internet? Yeah, that's another reason you shouldn't buy one right now is like, you know, it's not like fully baked yet, which is, you know, pretty crazy considering, like all things considered, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, there's I Am Setsuna, Just Dance 2017, Fast RMX, which is apparently not that bad. It's like a racing game that's kind of like Wipeout <laughs> and like F-Zero. Not that bad. Pretty good. <laughs> well, then I'm in. Ringing endorsement. <laughs> yeah. Shovel Knight, um, One Two Switch, Super Bomberman, Blaster Master, um, and then a whole bunch of like Neo Geo games just popped up. Must have been today or yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Blaster Master has been getting some uh, good press recently. Uh, because, oh, really? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's only ten bucks. Great. Yeah. So you may want to give that a shot. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I see. Oh, it is throwback. It's not like a re re gussied up uh, version, huh? Yeah, I mean it's better than the NES. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's got that whole entire retro look <laughs> going on. Mutant scum never learns. Blaster Master's back. Nice. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So I mean, overall, it's uh, yeah, definitely not. The Switch isn't worth it for Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild is amazing. And whether you play it on Wii U or Switch now or you know in December, you know, it'll. It'll be worth it. It's an it's an it's an amazing yeah. game. I think that I might wait then. Yeah, I'll, I'll play Horizon Zero Dawn first and see if I can beat that in the next like month or four. But um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Finish it before for the podcast episode <laughs> episode fifty. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll try. That's probably a good you know eight months away. Anyways. <laughs> um. Just a, a random aside, but um, are you guys interested in like uh, the next Xbox that they're probably going to announce at E3, right? Scorpio? Um, like the one that can actually play 4K games? Yeah. Yes. Even even though they haven't really announced... I mean, like I, I think it'll probably be more powerful than PS4 Pro, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hopefully, because it's coming out way later. And, yeah. yeah, and it's supposed to be like uh, able to do VR and AR and things like that, I think. Yeah. So are you excited for that? Like... I mean, I don't know if I'm excited. Um, I'm not like, you know, yeah, like waiting for the next E3 just so I can find out more about Scorpio. But, you know, once it comes out, I'll probably pick it up. Um, but it's just like more of like a, you know, it's a new, it's a new Microsoft, it's a new Xbox. I'll get it more than like, oh, I'm so excited. Like I was excited for the Switch. The Xbox, you know, I'll be like, okay. Cause I don't know, like 4K, it'll just look nicer, you know? That's that's it. I guess uh, my biggest issue with the Microsoft uh, Scorpio is right now I plan to replace my Xbox One with an Xbox One S just so I can get rid of the power brick and so that the console is quieter. I'm worried that Scorpio version one is going to be loud and we may get a power brick again. So yeah, <laughs> I, I may I may hold off until Scorpio. Scorpio S comes out. Scorpio S comes out. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what the form factor is. Yeah. Uh, but it's like the same thing with the PlayStation. I I really want to get a PlayStation 4 Pro, but after seeing the things that are happening now with like Horizon and how Turbo Mode kind of works on some games, but not all of them. Wait, did I that come know. out today? Uh, yeah, 4.5 is out. Oh, awesome. Okay, I'll update. So, update your PlayStations, which also means you can put external hard drive support finally on it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I haven't really been playing that many games lately, but um, I haven't had any problems with the PS4 Pro. Like, some of the games look better, like Hitman, I think, looks better on the PS4 Pro. Uh, I think Titanfall is a little bit better, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I can I can see what you're saying. I, I think that 
Scorpio might have a power brick or might be louder. Um, it's definitely going to be more expensive. Like the the Xbox One S is like super cheap. Yeah, like yeah, a couple like of games bucks, for like two hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like if you really want something that's smaller, it, it definitely looks way nicer. It's like really mm-hmm. light. Um, I mean, not that you're picking it up, but um, it's like it's a nice console. Yeah. I mean, are you excited about Scorpio? I'm excited to see what they're going to yeah. do. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing. Around Christmas time, they might have like a bundle of the Switch with like Zelda or something like that, right? And then that's when the Scorpio is going to come out too. So I'll probably pick up one of those. Um, it's got to so be the we'll Switch, see. right? Because I mean, what's what well, is like the, the added really, benefit? Scorpio is really awesome. Then like you know, I'm actually going to play more Xbox games than the Switch. Uh huh. Um, but we'll see. But Mario will be out by then too. Yeah, that's true. So uh, there'll so be two games to buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm really tempted by Zelda. Everyone says it's like possibly one of the best games of all time. And so just like the gamer part of me is like, oh, well, I should play it, right? Um, yeah. But I guess I can wait. Uh, one, one thing I actually wanted to ask you, though, was uh, last time we talked about, or maybe we didn't publish this episode yet, but um, you, you got a new TV, right? Oh, yeah, I did. And uh, I don't think you've ever told me what you think. So like, what? okay, okay. So um, I've been looking for a new TV, um, ideally 4K, ideally with HDR, and ideally 65 inches. Um, I would like it to be OLED, but OLED is expensive right now. So um, I consulted you guys when there was like there were some deals for like the 65 inch OLEDs, um, and then the uh, the Jason Hahn school of thinking is just like, you know, just just wait till OLED drops more, buy a cheaper like LED LCD TV that's 65 inches with 4K and HDR and then pick up OLED later when it when the price drops, right? Is that generally correct? Yes. And I actually okay. saw an article today that said that OLED prices are dropping. Like you can get a 55-inch OLED for like thirteen hundred dollars or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. The the last year's one that was rated really highly, like the the LG fifty five inch B six. Yeah. Um, that's been going for like thirteen forty nine or something, which is crazy. Yeah. See? Um. So it's it's happened, but the sixty fives are still expensive. Yeah, right. Um. And I don't want I don't want a fifty five anymore. Sixty five or nothing. So you had bought a Samsung, the KS eight thousand, right? Yep. Uh, which is like a generally like a really like nicely reviewed TV, and it looks really nice. Yeah, um, and you got it for like a really good price. Yeah, I think I got it for like eleven seventy after tax. Yeah, so that, that price like has not like come back. Um, it may come back again, but like I just I saw, I saw this Hisense TV come on sale. Um, and in case you haven't heard of Hisense, you're not alone. Um, but apparently they. They're like, uh, they're kind of, they want to be kind of like what Vizio was. Like they want to, you know, sell TVs that are like pretty good quality for pretty cheap and then try to make a name for themselves that way. So in a way they're kind of doing that model and then they have like, they're backing it up with like a pretty substantial warranty, like in-home warranty. You don't have to like send the TV out. Like they'll send someone to come fix it. If anything happens within, I forget how long it was, like five years or 10 years, like really long time. Um, like longer than I would have the TV for probably. So they were selling it for, I forget the price, 700 something, I think. Yeah, um, that's right. That's awesome. That's like a really amazing price. And it comes with like four HDMI inputs. So they're not competing like on the budget end. Um, and it supports HDR. Um, so I figured, you know, what the heck? 
I'll just uh, go with this, uh, go with Jason's uh, thinking this time and see how it goes. And I have been, you know, really pleasantly surprised. I really like the TV. The only thing is like it smells like, it really smells like a TV. I don't know if you know what I mean, but like. It smells like, that, like a TV? Like, like the plasticky kind of like. Uh, That's, does it taste like a TV? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. There's just something about it, like the smell of it is like really strong. And I don't know if it's because <laughs> they use like cheap, cheaper plastic or, you know, cheap cheaper TV components plastic? or something. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> is your but it like cooking itself? Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know if like something is overheating and I'm smelling something, but uh, it just smells stronger than like any other TV that I've owned. It's like a, it's like a weird, a weird comment, but like that's the only thing I can fault it for. And like, but it's not just me. Like, like men will come in here and she'll be like, oh man, like it smells like TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's amazing. So, um, I don't know. It's a weird, maybe when you come over, if you, if you're here for, uh, Matthew's first birthday, yeah, you should just come over and hopefully the smell has dissipated. Like, it's been bad enough that like I've opened, like the windows? the windows to the room, <laughs> like whenever the weather is nice and I'm not in that room watching TV to kind of like get the TV smell out. What about out. like Febreze? That just covers the smell, man. <laughs> Isn't it like... worse? <laughs> high sense, more like high smell. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you need to return yeah, this. High sense of smell. Yeah. So, but other than that, I love the TV. It like, after you're in the room for a few minutes, you don't smell it anymore. So it's, <laughs> it's okay. But you, do you, can you tell the difference between 4K? Yes. Like, what are you watching I, in 4K, I guess? Uh, like Netflix shows are basically like the only content that I have that's in 4K. Oh, I don't know. I haven't used, I saw you were watching something on Amazon video earlier. Is that stuff in 4K? The Americans. Um, I don't think the Americans is in 4K. Although when I open the uh, the Amazon app on my Xbox, it says an HDR video is playing. Uh, that's what my okay. TV does when it's playing HDR. But I'm not sure if that means that the Americans is in HDR or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that it's in 4K. I've, I've actually I don't think I haven't noticed as much. You have the Sonos connected to it, right? The Play Bar. Yeah. Have you you've played Forza? Yes. On it. Yes. Okay. So do you know after the post race oh, thing where you yeah, get yeah. like the fans and stuff? Uh-huh. Does it like audio glitch? Yeah, it does. Okay, I thought it was the high sense. No, 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 it does for me too. I was like, wait, am I the only one that? Um, yeah, so it, it's it's strange. Um, I'm not sure what the issue is, and it must be an Xbox issue, right? Like in the uh, the the forces the forces software. Yeah, it must be. Because yeah, it just sounds like it's like cutting out whenever like yeah, the, yeah. like the things line. I was like, kush, 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 yeah, like yeah. that, and then right, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, man, the stupid high sense. I should have got Jason's <laughs> no, TV. Yeah, no, I thought the same thing. Uh, I was like, oh, man, I got like a, maybe my TV is broken or something like that. But um, Wait, so how do you know it's not just us? The chances of it being both of us um, pretty low. <laughs> but um, oh, I mean, that's, I'm glad that you like it. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, for and like the HDR looks brainer. really good. And yeah, I think for, for the price, I wouldn't mind. I don't mind the smell and I don't mind chucking it <laughs> once a... A 65 OLED comes out for a decent price. So it'll be a good TV to like move into like a secondary room or something. So have you played PS4 games on in 4K? Uh, what's out for 4K on there? Probably not. I haven't played much PS4. A decent amount of games. I think I'm Hitman is 4K, like Killzone, uh-huh. uh, Killzone. Uh, Titanfall, um, Final Fantasy is 4K, I think. Oh, maybe I'll have to play Final Fantasy. I have that. Yeah. I need to play that. Final Fantasy also has HDR. Uh, that one I thought looked pretty good. I, I still don't like the Forza Horizon HDR. Really? Yeah, so you like it? 
I like it. Yeah, once I turned the backlight up all the way. Before, I didn't like it. Yeah, something about Forza's HDR I don't like, but um, in like the five minutes of Horizon Zero Dawn that I played, it, it looked fine. It didn't look yeah. like it was uh, like noticeably bad, but for uh-huh. some reason, I think the Forza one looks bad. Weird. Okay. Well, That's, uh, oh, well, we, re- we reached our normal hour. <laughs> okay, well, well, one more last thing. iPhone rumors are starting to come out, right? For like the, uh, there are going to be apparently three models, like a, a 7S, a 7S Plus, and then like the Super Pro one, like the iPhone Pro. Oh, God, or, no, no. Let's do this next week. No, no, no. Just one quick question, right? Is, um, so the the rumor is that like the pro is going to start at a thousand dollars, and people some people are saying, oh well, that's not that much more than the most expensive version of like the iPhone Seven or Seven Plus or something like that, right? Yeah. Now the I heard a rumor that said that they might call the high end iPhone the iPhone Edition, kind of like the Apple Watch Edition. Okay. Right? Is there a price where you will not get the highest end iPhone? Like, and if so, what is that price? Uh, the one that I will not be able to have the uh, installment plan for zero percent interest. <laughs> no, but like uh, I mean, so say like say everything. I think oh, fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred. You wouldn't do it. No. Okay. Yeah, if it gets to the point where it's like the price of you a can buy like MacBook a computer Pro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Right. No, I agree. Like, cause uh, for a thousand, I think that I would do it because I already pay like eight eight seventy. Yeah. For my yeah. Like app, iPhone seven plus more. with like the upgraded storage. You're right there, anyways. Yeah, but if they're like iPhone edition and it's like fifteen hundred dollars, uh, then I might be like, eh, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll just wait for next <laughs> week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's just one question, and I was wondering like what what people thought because no one's really talking about like well, well what if it's like way more expensive, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, okay, switching. All right, well, hopefully we'll uh, we'll know more next time. Yep. Okay, guys, we'll see you maybe next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.